So my name is Jasmine Sandler. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. This is Warrior Women in Business. We are much more than a podcast. We are a member organization that supports warrior women, women that are really serious and authentic and are looking to support other women and are looking to grow their businesses and they need help. So they might need some education. They might need a connection to a great mentor or coach like Precious, uh, or they just might need to connect with other female entrepreneurs that have been there and done that. Uh, Warrior Women in Business is an organization that I own under JS Media. A big part of Warrior Women in Business is also the events that we produce. Um, they take the shape of both virtual education and entertainment events. We do a lot to support women in the arts. We also do a lot to support women and families in need through our events and charitable contributions. Uh, the website for Warrior Women is warriorwomenbusiness.com. And I'm just gonna get right into the interview today. <laughs> so um, just a quick backdrop. Uh, Precious Williams is amazing. I actually can't wait to hear from her today. I have lots of questions. Um, so she, you know, most recently, uh, for me, we connected and she is now a certified warrior women speaker, mentor and coach. I'm, I'm really just so honored to have her on board with the warrior women crew. And, you know, I thought a great way to introduce Precious is to just go right into the fire and have her on the podcast. So I'm going to give a, a quick, literally a very quick brief uh, on her bio, and then I'm going to jump right into the questions. So first, Precious, if you want to wave, I'm really, you know, thankful that you've taken the time out to, to be here today, and I'm sure my audience will, will love you. So, um, so um, Precious Williams, as our Warrior Women title denotes, is the killer pitch master, and she's going to be talking about that today. Pitching, a lot of times, we just think of it, I mean, I do a lot in the advisory work for female entrepreneurs, is oh, how do we pitch to investors and what does that look like? But pitching goes beyond that um, as a speaker, myself and Precious. And a lot of the women that listen into this that are also speakers understand that the pitch is truly important. That's when you grab the attention and you make a difference, right? I mean, Precious is the expert on that. So there's not much I'm going to say on that. <laughs> um, but um, so, you know, we're going to talk about that today and how she got into it. Uh, just a brief, what I think is really cool is that she's one the National Business Elevator Pitch 13 times. So congratulations, it's really cool. Um, she's been on top television shows and publications for her pitching, branding, and professional speaking skills. Um, and she was featured on season eight of Shark Tank, which is really very cool. Um, also, she's been featured on in Forbes Magazine, CNN, ABC, MSNBC, Wall Street Journal, the movie Leap, which you, may or may not heard of. I actually did hear of it because I'm like a crazy follower of Richard Branson. <laughs> so, um, uh, as well as other several others around the world, she's the author of the number one best-selling book um, and has been featured on top podcasts and stages on, around the world. So again, like super excited to have you here, Precious. So I'd like to start um, by jumping into some questions, you know, about how you just give us a brief let's start with give us your your story what's your you know what's your story how did you get here today stricken home i was always told that i would never make it in life and when i look back i'm like wow i really did it 
when I was five years old, I swear I heard God say to me, you're going to be a talk show host. Because I remember Sally Jesse Raphael. Remember her with the red glasses? Oh, I like Sally Jesse. Loved her. Loved her. Phil Donahue didn't realize that what my grandparents, so after my mom nearly beat me to death um, in November 18, 1991, and I went to go live with my father, who was a drug addict, the greatest thing happened. My grandparents stepped in, and my grandmother knew I had a voice. She knew there was something special about me. She said, when you enter a room, People feel your presence before you enter. And then when you speak, you command attention. She said, that's your money maker right there. And I never believed it. And now I'm 41 and I'm like, how could she see that at 16? My first speaking engagement was at 16 years old before the mayor of the city of St. Louis. My second was before the governor of Missouri. And then went off to college, still spoke, uh, went to law school, became an award-winning uh, award attorney, hated it. Wanted to start my first company, Curvy Girls. Had no money, won pitch competitions, got on television, and that's my story in a nutshell. Well, that's a pretty great story. You know, I'm a fan of St. Louis. <laughs> um, so I run the Hockey Players in Business Association, New York City chapter, so. Oh yeah, I know that. I, I was there when the, Brett Paul was big. That's the home of hockey. So uh, complete appreciation from your, for your hometown. Um, <laughs> I really do, honestly. So um, you call yourself a pitch master, and we all know in business, whether pitching investors to raise funds for startup development or expansion, pitching for media placement. A lot of the work that, you know, I've done for years is, you know, getting my clients noticed, right? On stage yes. media, right? So you got to pitch, you got to pitch, you got to know how to pitch yourself. Um, or closing a sales pitch. All of these things are difficult. I mean, yes. if they were easy, everybody would do them. So can you right. walk through why, like, why you chose the path of, you know, helping women pitch and like some wins along the way, because it's hard, you know, so can you talk it about is, It is, it is, it is hard, um, but, but it, became, it came naturally to me. I don't even know how to explain it. It was like a God-given gift. I thought speaking was great. And then when I had negative $400 in my bank account and I'm trying to start a company, I didn't know that you could win money by pitching. And then when I saw people who usually won, they didn't look anything like me. And then when I decided that, you know, listen, I'm going to go out there and kill it, I did. So my first speaking, my first pitch was to the producers at MSNBC's for Your Business with J.J. Ramberg. Oh, yeah. My second pitch was on the show, Your Business with J.J. Ramberg, and I got $500,000 investment, negative $400 to $500,000. <laughs> um, so when we talk about Shark Tank was an amazing experience. I never stood in line. I had a private audition. That was amazing to me. Uh, my clients being on Shark Tank was amazing because I just knew how to work it. I, I think one of the things that sets me apart from other people is not only have I stood in your shoes, I didn't read it in a textbook. I didn't learn how to pitch from a book. I didn't learn how to pitch from Google. It naturally occurred to me. And that's why I always wanna tell people, when you change your language, you change the game. If you wanna sound like everybody else, you'll get treated like everybody else. But pitching is a way of differentiating yourself from everyone else and doing it boldly, confidently. That's the key. And being able to know the pain points. What are the pain points? When you pitch to media, we all know you gotta set yourself up as different. You really do. Mm -hmm. And innovative and fun and fresh or something like that. And so at the end of the day, it came naturally to me. So my clients have been on Shark Tank. They've gotten corporate training, corporate yeah. training engagements. They've gotten speaking gigs. They've been in the media, like you name it, they've already got it. 
And that that's because it came easily to me. Mm. And you're transferring your skills. And you know, yes. it's uh, I mean, I, I put it all, all in the same kind of uh, bucket sales, right? That, I mean, my background is, is sales director. So to me, you're, you're selling and there's so much emotion around selling and it sounds to me, there is. And that's what I found. There is. It's like a mental block, right? Um, and it gets yes. I feel like that's what you're helping with and it does take somebody special because it's a whole, it, like I said, it's not easy. So, I mean, it's tremendous what you've done, but I, I really think your value, just listening to what you said, is, is kind of guiding as a mentor, right? People, through what you already have, that's your talent. And as a warrior woman, what I'm really yes, doing is, is giving them permission to position themselves. Yeah. I'm sorry? I said this is the W. Okay, so giving them permission to position themselves. I'm really tired of women and men, but women especially feeling like they have to look a certain way, talk a certain way, act a certain way. And as warrior women, you're different. You're cut from a different cloth. So I'm unapologetically Precious Williams. You either love me or hate me, but I want you to have a reaction to me. And not like, eh, yeah, I... Right, no, that doesn't do anything. It, you have to be mm -hmm. bold. I love that you said that. We didn't mm -hmm. even get to that I question. I am bold, yet. I'm very bold. You answered a question and I love we haven't got mm -hmm. to. I said you answered a question we haven't got to about how you see a woman. But I think I get it. Um, okay, so how do you see, uh, this is important. Uh, how do you see that pitching has changed since COVID-19? And where, because I have two clients, um, two, two female startup clients that mm -hmm. I developed, you know, their business plan and all that, but we couldn't go to pitch. We had to extend it out. And I don't even know when the pitches are going to happen. These are investor pitches. So right. how do you see, like in your own business, how do you see that changing in the next like year, 12 months? Pitching. So for real, when it comes to like investor pitching, I'm not getting so much of those anymore. Okay. I'm getting more people wanting media pitches or speaker pitches. So that has increased more than the investor pitches. So for what I'm seeing is people are saying, Hey, I have a voice. I have a message that I want to get across. I have something that I want to teach. I am very learned in my profession and I want to be able to pitch it in a certain a way that a college or university would be interested in licensing or I, I want a big company to bring me in as a corporate trainer so that's what i've seen the main difference the investments are very very different now yeah very very different people aren't you're not able to go and meet with people and let them see eye to eye mm. but i did a global pitch event and it, it was so wonderful because i got, I got to sit, sit sit like on the same i guess you say virtual panel with venture capitalists and angel investors mm -hmm. and they were specifically looking for women of color to invest in ah. when has that ever been a, a, a big deal and, and they they tasked me with finding these women because I, I know a lot of them in my network and they were like we want to give them an opportunity because we keep hearing that there's no pipeline and ah. i do believe that there is it's just not maybe not as publicized so to be able to give women the opportunity to pitch pitch for it go for it go for it because investment pitches are just not where they used to be and so people really want to focus more on speaker pitches really getting their brand and their messaging out there and yeah. having a great um great uh media pitch yeah you know what i'm seeing that coincides with what you're seeing is uh especially with all the opera you know i just did a presentation for sba last week and they're right congrats queen 
<laughs> You're so fun. So, but the point is uh, more that the SBA is doing a lot of things to open up grants and opportunities for women. And yes. I, in the work that I do in executive and personal branding, I found a real need to help them to develop their story, whether they're, they're new, like a new entrepreneur, or they're a business owner that's been out there for a while, but they kind of need to reinvent themselves because- You're so right, yes. our business because of COVID-19. I mean, normally you would be sitting with me to do this podcast, right? So, um, so that's interesting. I think, I think that that's an important, you know, point to think about, right? Is that, is that this is a time where you can hone your pitch, right? You're, you're so right. And also there are a lot of more virtual speaking opportunities and they ever like, listen, no one can do physical. Mm. I'm doing one for NBC universal tomorrow. I'm so mm. excited about that. And so, uh, you know, like these companies are really in, listen, it's not because I'm a chocolate chick. I, I want you to know that, but these things have been in the works and now they're like, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. So I literally yeah, speak, I, I feel like three to four times a week. So uh, these are opportunities that are like, Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm getting in the door and, and leading it to corporate training. You know, like, I love it. That's really great. So, um, you know, some of the women that are out there that are looking to you know, they're looking to build their pitch. Um, where, where would they start? What advice would you give them in terms of starting? Like if they were just starting on their own? Yeah, they're just literally thinking of, uh, you know what, I gotta, let's just stick to, I gotta sell myself, right? So usually we do the social media and all that stuff and the personal. Oh, brand. definitely. You so know, when, I when would we talk about the pitch, like where do you start them so that it's succinct, it's powerful. It's like you said, I like the word unapologetic. Like right. Well, well you know, for me, when I start my clients, I always want to start with the basics first. I, I, I can't create a killer pitch for them until the basics is, is done. So I usually start with giving them homework, but the, the homework is so basic. It's like, who are you? What do you do? Who do you service? Um, you know, a powerful call to action. I'm probably missing a step, but you know, just getting, un getting a real understanding of what do you bring to the market that's so different? What is your secret sauce, right? And, and, and when they're putting this all together, it's not just who are you, just like, oh, my name is, um, this is what I do. That's the most boring way to start a pitch, but we need their basics first before we transcend into killer. Ah. So once we do, once you answer those, those and, and, and it goes like with anything, before you can really cook, you need to learn the basis of cooking. And then that you kick it in overdrive. Now you're like, bam, like Emerald. So you don't start there, but you have to learn the basics. And so that's why I start. And then we take it into overdrive when we start to create your story. Whether you have 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 10 minutes, you want to tell an effective story. And you really want to make sure that your pitch is more, is less about you and more about who you're servicing. You can oh, yeah. bring some of yourself in there, but I really think that when it comes to like, if you're pitching your services and your products, it should be more about, you know, how big is the market and stuff like that? That's just only a part of it. Your financials, that's great. Mm -hmm. But what type of story are you telling and what pain point are you addressing? That's a totally different angle. Yeah, no, I love it. It's, it's reverse, right? And it is about, mm -hmm. it's always about the listening end in social media, which I've been in forever, you know, yes. people don't realize because they, they don't, they, they, they haven't been in my industry. They don't realize that it's a listening tool. And that's what it's I always so, start yes. with. I was like, you know that this is a data mining and listening tool. And then they look at me like I have three heads. I'm like, yes, that's what it is. So it is all about the listener, the audience. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. It's about, you know, 
understanding who you're supporting and crafting a story that you said is very impactful. Um, so I like that. So, um, okay. All right. I have a question here. So, um, you know, talking like about beyond start and talk about like the daily job of women business owners and selling, you know, how often do you come across female clients that need help in their, in their sales pitch? Like, you know, every last one of them. Right. But, but my question is more about, more about, um, in terms of specifics, where is it? Because they could go to, so for example, they could go to a sales trainer. They could go mm -hmm. to a sales workshop of which, you know, I'm right. all the time. But when they come to you, what is it? Where are they stuck in the sales process? And how do you help them overcome? I'm trying to get like really specific because the women that are listening, they have opportunities to, you know, get education from everywhere. So where, what is that point and what does that look like? So I think what, what happens to a lot of women, especially the ones who come to me, is they've been putting out a lot of content. They've been putting out a lot of very valuable tips, tricks, and techniques. The one thing that they can't get is their ideal client, right? And I don't mean like, oh, NBC. I mean that woman or that man or, or that individual client. How to truly attract them and how to turn a, a prospect into a client with a killer pitch. So they want to be able to attract from jump. Like when you're on social media, one of the things you notice is people like to put up the, the, the greatest story ever told, like the fake story, right? Mm -hmm. But they want to be able to say things in such a way that, oh, no, I never thought she did that. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that was her talent. Because everybody's talking about, oh, I have a course, I have this, I have that. Yeah. I don't care what kind of course you have. It doesn't sound like anything. The title isn't attractive to me. What you're saying is attractive to me. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to attract the people they really want to work with. So what do most women do? They'll take whoever comes in the door, discount their prices. Yes. And it, 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 it breeds resentment. And so as a woman who is literally just, especially this year, really work with the women I really wanted to work with and the companies I really wanted to work with, it started with making sure that I had the right people on my team and also getting laser focus not just oh she has to be a woman between this age or whatever but yeah, really doing a gap analysis really understanding not an avatar that's everybody does that right yeah mm -hmm. that's surface level that's surface I agree. but what do i do that no one else does as well as i do and exploit that gap if i said it was a motivational speaker you'd be like oh okay les brown you would oh, associate I, les brown like or les brown. any of these people yeah, you associate those kind of people. And so I'm, I'm below that because you're like, oh, I've never heard of you. As a killer pitch master, when people go on LinkedIn and they put an elevator pitch, I pop right up. That's because I specialize in that specific realm altogether. Plus, I've been a professional speaker since I was since I was 16. So I can teach on speaking and pitching, but most people will come to me for the pitch and turn into a speaker. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean... It's like we coincide so much because the personal brand is generally about speaking, you know, and yes. kind of you need to, and you need to understand what you're, like you were saying, your focus is in really what's specific that you want to own. That's what I do. You know, it's all about the own. Yes. What I, do you own and how do you create your own lane? Motivational speaker is ridiculous. I mean, you know, I mean, I've been a part of all these speaker associations and they're like, what category are you in? I'm like, I'm not in those categories. I'm not in the categories. I'm in my own category. And yeah, I, I'm in my own lane. Women that excel, right? Um, the women that own their category. And I love what you said in the beginning <laughs> because the, you talk about confidence 
And mm -hmm. that precedes all of this for you to actually, you could have a killer pitch, but if you don't have the confidence to deliver it, Trust me, I've slaughtered those people all day, every day. That's why they, when I when when I'm brought in, I slay. I help you slay all competition. I am not for the BS. I'm like, listen, you want to do this? You want to go hard? Let's it. be like Jordan, ninety six, ninety seven, back to back, back <laughs> to back. Let's do it. Yeah, you just gotta practice about a thousand jump shots a day. It's <laughs> fine with me. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, um. You know, our mission at Warrior Women. Mine and yours, uh, similar. We want women to come together, right? That's yes. kind of what we're looking for and help each other. So I'm wondering, you know, outside of, or maybe w even within the pitching work that you've done, are there any women's initiatives, you know, like events or initiatives or organizations that you've been a part of, supported, led, volunteered for? Um, any highlights around those activities that you could share? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a member of Master Network, which I absolutely love. That's where I met Ramona. Right, Ramona. Uh, our, our mutual friend, Ramona. So Master Network has been good to me, especially the president, Danielle Hughes, who has secured speaking engagements at Price Waterhouse for me. Like, just crazy stuff that's happened from her. Uh, got an influencer contract with a lingerie company. I, I like, think she's done is crazy. Um, then the C-Suite, uh, I think it's called, wait, the C-Suite? The C-Suite? I think that's what it's called. C-suite. I went to one meeting and pitched and got two clients out of that. And yeah. one of them is a huge law firm in LA. LA. Okay. My so that was great. And then um, I love International Association of Women. Mm, I yeah. love Ladies Who Leverage with Kelly Charles Collins. Um, E-Women Network with uh, Kimona Hansen, who is the NYC um, uh, yeah. president. Um, so those are those are generally the the places that I go to 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 actually really network and not with just people who just show up. These are people who are there to make decisions and and there to do it right. And they take they see my value. Mm -hmm. They see the value in me. I see the value in them. And it's, it's this constant going back and reciprocated relationship. And what I what I really love about the warrior women in business is when you you know you're starting something just so incredible and to bring in talent from all over and to work it, to work all of our talents together to make sure that the women are truly supported. Like you and I can do similar things, but we are not the same. No. We're not. And I love that because I don't feel pressure like, oh, you know, you know, she's gonna take this from me. I don't I don't feel no. I don't feel competition <laughs> at all. I don't feel when I say I don't feel competition, I don't ever feel competition. It's like I got bad vision. I don't see competition. And you have made yourself so available and you're bringing the best of the best to the to the fore to make sure that the women in the organization always have women who can help support them, I'm sorry, support them, surround them, and actually teach and train them. Not on some BS, but on the real things that make it in business. And you're not gonna be taught by women who just, hi, I'm just so happy to be here. These are warrior women. And to be a warrior, you gotta fight. You gotta fight and you gotta be, and I love that you said that. Um, and I, I do know most of those networks, um, I think that, mm -hmm. They're great. And, you know, we at Warrior Women, if you're looking, if you've seen our events calendar in the past, now the new one is coming out, you know, it's really about partnering with other women's organizations that have a similar interest because, I mean, it, the whole point of starting Warrior Women in Business to me was I just couldn't stand the competition. I was like, I want women to help each other. I really want yes. women who are badasses that work hard to come together and they have a dream and I want to help them 
achieve their dreams, you know? And then at that time, we all hit our dreams. So I really like that. Um, okay. So at Warrior Women, um, all Warrior Women have a story of personal inspiration and growth. Can you tell a story like over your career of when you were inspired by someone else? It could be just a one-off or it could have been maybe a mentor that where, you know, that person, like for me, all the women now warrior women in business, uh, I'm being serious, are my inspiration. They just, I just, I keep going because of them. because <laughs> um, they. It, it sounds so funny. So my grandma's always my inspiration. She's been deceased oh, 20 years, but, me, she, but me she's too, amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry? I said, God rest her soul. That's why I said Yes. But the what? But another woman who I know we all talk about, mm. Beyonce. Oh my goodness! And it's not the glitz and glam Beyonce inspiring. that I like. Let Let me be clear. I do not want her glitz and glam. You know when I love when I fell in love with Beyonce for real. I was watching her when she was getting ready to do the Revel uh, concert at, at, at the Revel, and she had just had a baby, so she was losing the baby weight, oh, yeah. and she was literally transforming right before my eyes, right? So right. you knew that she worked hard behind the scenes. She's not one of those that just, like, dials it in. She puts in a performance, like, when she's rehearsing, and that's what I love about women that we rarely show is the behind the scenes. Anybody can show up glamorous. There's another type of woman that's a beast that looks like in order for me to put on a performance of a lifetime and show up as beautiful as you want me to, I got to put in that work. Like Yana Levanzan always says, you got to do the work. I watch her do the work. In fact, the other night I was watching some Netflix um, thing about her, the, the, the Coachella performance, the homecoming. Mm -hmm. Literally, she had given birth to twins. I know, it's crazy. She's bigger than I've ever seen her. And I loved it. Like, literally watching her weight go down and her telling the truth about how difficult it was and, and dancing. And, and all of a sudden, it was like, this is brilliant. I love behind-the-scenes women. And when I say behind-the-scenes women, I like seeing the process. And that's like, if you ever watch something on me, I will show you the process. What outfit am I going to wear? What am I thinking? I'm scared, y'all. Can y'all throw me some love? Like, I love behind-the-scenes. So you always see that from me. I Instead of just, that, I showed up I like noticed. this. No, I noticed that about you, and I really like mm -hmm. it because a lot of people are afraid to show yeah. that side of them, and um, it comes out. <laughs> you know, especially especially nowadays, it's hard to. So the fake is sitting in the house. <laughs> you know, people are in the house. What are you going to do? <clears throat> you know, sometimes I'm interviewing women, and like their kid runs by, or a dog barks, or. Who the hell knows? I mean, and I live in Manhattan and you know, you hear like, forget it, fireworks. You, you, you'll hear fire trucks, you'll hear like construction like, and whatever, it is what it is. Whatever, no, I haven't gone to the salon since February, you know, whatever. And um, yeah, so behind the scenes and it's it's those stories that I agree with you that are really inspiring because, you know, I'm a, I'm a singer, songwriter and I lead a yes. I, I, I'm, I'm I look at female musicians that have developed and made it similar to business. It's just as hard, you know, and it's, it is about the hard work. And I think, I think that that's wonderful. So, you know, when, when you, uh, when you work with clients on the pitching, you know, what are the ones that win? Who are the ones that win? What do they do? You would think it's the ones that, that say they want it the most. It's the ones that truly are coachable and trust you to lead the way. <laughs> Oh, I it's not just the ones who say, I want it. Because a lot of people say that to me, oh, I want it. And then when I start putting them through the paces, it's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, 
you really got to want it like your next breath. That's how that's how I go into pitching. When I went in every competition and people would laugh at me and say I was too fat, too yeah. black, you know, I'm going to talk about food. I went to, to I, I went on that stage to destroy them. Like, oh, so yes. that's what you think of me? Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to stay quiet and I'm going to let the beast out when I hit that stage. And when I hit the stage, even the even the judges and, and, and the other the other investors are just like, I've never seen anybody command a stage like that. And I'm like, that's, that's what I do. I'm tired of being underestimated. And we have so many women that have allowed people to underestimate them that has seeped into their mind and into their soul. Yeah. And you want to free that. You want to free, you want to free them from the cocoon and let them fly and not have them oh, under God. any circumstances feel like this is the best I can do. I can do this corporate gig for the rest of my life. I'm like, that's safe. For some people, remind you. Well, some well it, it was safe. <laughs> yeah, so it was safe. But like, even in a pandemic right now, just yeah. like you, Queen Jasmine, uh, even in a pandemic, um, an economic downturn and social unrest, I have never had the type of time I'm having now, being booked and busy, watching my clients be booked and busy. Um, in fact, I came home to, I can't, I just got, I got home an hour ago and it was a package sitting out on, on the front porch. So. I'm thinking, who's sending me a package? You know, because you know Amazon. You already know it comes in Amazon. That's not what this came in. <laughs> beautiful. They're the busiest. I come upstairs to open it up. Yeah. And I literally cried oh. because my client, Latrice, sent me a beautiful package to reflect the beauty that I have shown her. Oh. And it's and it. it the, the fragrance that comes out of it. Like I would go over and pick it up, but you already know, you know, we, 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 we on time, but yeah. the beautiful thing is I work hard for my clients because I they work it. hard. Yeah. They work hard and, and they make it so they make, they make my job so easy. There was a time when you, Jasmine, let me see if you, you, you agree with this. Hey, you ever work with people you did not want to work with just cause you needed the money. Uh, hello. <laughs> And, and, isn't it, isn't it, and isn't it different when you don't need the money anymore and you're working with the ones you want to oh work with? Oh my God, with? it's the best. That, and so like, you can be dead tired and be like, oh, my girl Kimona, oh, about to go in, oh, oh, oh. And it's just refreshing. It's and then I'll take my black butt to sleep. And, and, also, and also like today I had a conference call with um, a woman who I'm doing, she runs a publication and a clothing line and we've done a couple of interviews together and we're gonna do quite a bit more. And it was so freeing to have this. I used to own a business called Creative Brainstorming. That's how I put myself through grad school. Oh, I like that. Creative yeah. Brainstorming. Oh my God, it was the coolest illustration that I made a million years ago. But anyways, so um, the point of the story is we spent an hour on the phone just brainstorming business ideas on what we're going to do together because I did. there was no objective of money. It's just an objective. It, it's just an objective. She said, you know, I need some help. And I said, so do I. And we, and we just came together and now we're planning out all these great things, you know, and that's what it comes down to. So I completely agree with you on that. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Like my clients make it so easy for the, you know, cause I'm, I have the ones I want now. Yeah. Some people will throw out the words of high net worth wealthy and i'm like are you ready for that right now like honestly you just started are you ready for that some of us need to build up some some of us need to build up and some people can start at the top but i'm telling you there's levels to this absolutely i mean and that's what this is all about right 
Yes. Building a business is a puzzle, you know? And this is like the creating the, the jigsaw in the puzzle and kind of putting it all together and being that like map. You know, that's why I, I look at this. That's why I look at you being part of the system. It's the way I look at me supporting you. So, you know, I think that it's very, you know, symbiotic. And, um, and a lot of people don't understand that when they come into business. So I'm really glad that you brought no, that No, not at all. I think a lot of people see the people who are having success not realizing that I have yet to meet the person that had overnight success. I'm, I have yet to meet that person. I know what Inc. Entrepreneur and Fast Company say. I know I've never met an overnight sensation yet. I have yet to meet that person. I have never met an overnight sensation. In music? I've never. In music, and I know some famous musicians, and in business, and I know some, some famous business people, none of them, you know? Unless they were like a family office, right? If they're handed a family office. Even that, um, I've worked with family-owned businesses a number of times. <laughs> and I'll tell you, like I met with um, CF Martin, which is a, a top acoustic guitar manufacturing company. And uh, anyways, I met with them last year and I met with the CEO, really nice guy. And basically, you know, I could see how hard this guy works. It's not like he's not working. It's not like he's not continuing to build a business. His, you know, grandfather's grandfather's grandfather built the business, but you got to keep going. There's no, you know, it's, it's real. <laughs> You know, it's real. It's doing the real thing and working hard. Um, so I, I think that's a, a lesson that everybody needs to kind of take away. And sometimes, I don't know if you agree with me, sometimes it's it's hard when you're, you're faced with so many objectives and challenges and, you, and you, you have these goals, even if they're mini goals, like a lot of coaches say, you know, address mini goals. If you're not hitting them, um, you know, to keep going. So. Maybe yes. could you talk about that a little bit, like uh, in the world of pitching, you know, how, so, how people kind of hit their goals, how they overcome challenges. So, you know, as you know, Jasmine, three years ago, I overcame homeless, you don't know, no, actually less than two years ago, I overcame homelessness. Mm -hmm. So the woman you see before you is not who I used to be. There's so many women who are holding back the mm -hmm. things that they've overcome because they're ashamed. Yeah. Not realizing that when they free themselves from that, they're freeing another woman. And so I'm giving them permission to be like, yeah, you could talk about me and say, yes, I used to be a severe alcoholic. Yes, the love of my life died. Yes, I was homeless. Mm -hmm. Yes, I squandered all the money from my first company. I shouldn't even be where I am. I feel like that show on um, um, Investigation Discovery called I Survived. <laughs> and when I started telling my story after I presented, women would just get like, I can't believe you told that. Like, like I can't believe yeah. it. And I'm like, how did it help you? He said, I can, right. maybe I can tell. Mm -hmm. And so now people are getting, now women are getting a little bit more comfortable with not telling everything, but just telling the things that a lot of us go through. And we're so, we think we're the only one and we're not. There's yeah. so many women, especially here in New York who battled, bad relationships, bad business partnerships, oh God. <laughs> you know, who tried pitching before and thought that they were so bad, not realizing that every failure is that stepping stone to success. So even in pitching, I have a woman right now, I can't even give her a name. She's right at the point of being on Shark Tank. She did the contract and everything. And she had been trying before and it wasn't until we worked her pitch together, practiced and she, she sent me a text message. I'm in. And I wrote her back. Should I be surprised? 
Good for you. So I'll say to what I'm saying is don't give up. If it takes you pivoting, it takes you changing something. You might be so close, like that, that diamonds, you ever heard that diamond story? Like five feet from diamonds. What is it? Everybody's going to dog you in the beginning, no matter who you are. Why? They're going to dog you. Everybody's going to dog you. How do you stay on? And that's why warrior women in business, in order to be a warrior, you have to fight. Big time. You have I to know, know that you're not going to win all the time. And no, you know what? If you get a whole tribe of women around you. Huh? You're gonna, I used to be, a, I used to compete in boxing. And, um, and I tell you that I love the fighting because it was, people were like, oh, you're a boxer? Uh, yeah, okay. So they think you're a dummy and they think you don't, you know, that is the most, and I used to play chess growing up. And I say, you know, it's just like chess. It's so strategic and you got to be willing to get beat up. You, you just are. And it's, it's, to me, it's the same thing as business. You got to keep getting up and you got to see that goal, you know? I, I love it that they call boxing the sweet science. Oh, it is the sweet science. <laughs> when you think about it, it's like, yeah, because I was, I, I've been watching, my granddad used to watch boxing after dark and stuff oh, like that. And I would yeah. watch, and I couldn't understand the science of it. I couldn't understand the science of it, but it, it's when it's done well, it's beautiful. It's a dance. It's like this, it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, that delicate dance. It's a dance. I think between it's indecision and decision, between, you know, this one punch. Could could make or break, or like is, I love watching MMA too. Even though I, I'm like oh, such a girl, like oh he didn't have to do that. Yes, he I did. can't. I you can't watch MMA because I start crying. I feel bad. Yeah, it, it's a, it's brutal. It's brutal. But so <laughs> so is watching men get rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like watching people get hurt. I don't know. I'm such a win. Yeah, I barely kill a bug, so that's me. And I, <laughs> but you in the ring, sparring. Okay, everything. that's cool. <laughs> I'm a person of God. You know what I mean? So understood. Understood. You know what I'm saying. All right, so, um, okay, um, so you are a female entrepreneur, right? And you're also a female leader and you're a warrior woman, right? So the question is, how do you, how do you balance it all? And how do you, I ask all of my guests this. I ask myself this too, every day. You know, how do you balance I don't know if I have an answer. How do, you, that how, do you, how do you make it work? How do I make it work, honestly? Hmm. I, I don't know if I can understand the word balance. I get, I, I kind of get it and I don't. The thing is, it, when I had, I never had a nine to five in my life, ever. Like, I was an attorney, so it could have been from seven o'clock in the morning yeah, to midnight. So I never had a nine to five. Mm -hmm. So the same passionate energy I put in there, I do it double for what I do. Mind you, you remember I was homeless for two years yeah, before I, I walked out of the program, like almost two years before I walked out of the program. And what you're saying is less than two years from that. I'm so grateful for my opportunities that I feel like, I almost feel like I want to run myself into the ground because I yeah. love what I do. Like I never thought I'd say that. Like when I was an attorney, it was cool. But when you can see the manifestation of what you do in your clients and they're doing this and they're doing that. And that's not to say everybody is like that, but that is to say a great majority of the people that I work with and they just, they just blossom. And I feel like, I feel like, God, thank you for my gift. Thank you that I didn't waste it being told that I wasn't quite good enough and letting that permeate my soul. And now in, in my clients or any of the people like, to be a warrior woman is you're supposed to be tough. Even if you were like Wonder Wonder Woman, you got to be tough in these streets. And so, 
it's like truly it's an honor to do what you want to do in life oh i don't know about balance i don't know about it i i i I guess i never had balance but i have a great life even now i still have a great life that's a beautiful thing and doing what you want to do and that's why with Warrior Women in Business, you know, I, I kind of break it down into percentages. I don't know, I'm a MBA type of person. But anyway, so I look at it and I keep wanting to get the Warrior Women in Entertainment segment of it to keep blossoming because that's my passion. Like back here, I have yep. my keyboard, I have my guitar, like all this right behind me, you know? And um, it's a it's a blessing to be able to bring it all together uh, in a way that you, you love, you know, you love. I, I love when I speak and some attendees like to change my life. I'm like, oh God, at least I'm doing something good. And I always say the same thing. Like, at least I'm doing something good. And I think women, um, and I don't know if you agree with me, they really need to pat themselves on the back more, you know? Heck yeah. Nobody to do that, right? Heck yes. You You have nobody there to do it, especially if you're a one woman show, you know, you just don't have and that's also why I'm doing Warrior Women in Business. So all the onesies out there. So we're not alone. Can have a home. The land of the misfit toys, you know. Um, <laughs> bring it down. Struggle rock. <laughs> right? Bring it together. And, um, you know, so that's important, I think. Um, so speaking of that, like values, what, what, what values do you stand by every day? And I'll just give you mine, right? You heard it. For me probably a thousand times honesty in business when i went, got my grad degree my favorite class was business ethics and i even asked a professor is there a sequel to this i i loved it because it, in corporate i have seen so much crap like i used to work at at&t the evil empire and i can say it on film and i don't care i have seen such terrible things and um so for me my biggest value in business is really really, really, really being as honest as you can be, even if you lose a deal, you know? So, so what values do you stand by in business and how have they helped you? Well, my first one is always bold, like fortune favors the bold. So I'm going to always be bold. Um, my second one is passion, just passionately going about like passion is contagious and it just, it hides a multitude of things. You're just happy about it. And I think number three is really teamwork. Like when I was growing up, I didn't really like group, uh, like really group dynamics. But I think the reason why I didn't like it is because the older I get, the more I see that people are coming into their own and that's how we can start to do things now. So, you know, I love what you're saying about ethics and integrity. I like integrity, you know, like I stand behind what I do. Yeah, you and have. I, and I love to tell people, oh, you think I'm not who I say I am? Test me. Bring it. Whatever you want to do, let's go. I said, yeah. I've, I've done this for far too long. I'm not one of those people that feels like I know everything. But in this realm, <laughs> right here, the investment I put in right here, I'm going to go against the best all the time. I don't want B players. I don't want C players. I want... I want to go up against the best, as Ric Flair said, to be the best. Oh, oh be. now you're talking my language. I love I know. I love and that's when you think about warrior woman in business. This I is lo- like, to be I, the I, best, I, you got to be the best. Yeah. No, he's so unapologetic. And, and he's so... Is he? That's why I didn't... Right? He's so yeah. inspiring. 
He abs. really is. He really is. And he doesn't have to have the six-pack abs and all of that. He's just like, I'm the best <laughs> there. And you know who else I love? Brett, the hitman heart. The best oh, there man. is, the best there was, the best there'll ever be. And I used to call myself this, the excellence of execution. I got that from Brett Hart. The excellence I of execution. I love it. Yeah. Even when I was in college, they used to call me the executioner. Give, give me the ball. I'm going to run with it. Give well, it, give it. Just, and give listen, it. that's what people need. That's that's the failing. That's also in business. It's like a failing point execution. Because, you yeah. know, you're an entrepreneur and like every single person has. I mean, I always have too many ideas. That's what my CEO is. Girl. He's like, calm down with the ideas. But she's right. Because, because you know, once you have an idea, what do you have to do? You got to flush that thing out. You got to. Time. Because if you don't, you're going to end up wasting all this money and time that you don't even have. So, I mean, what about in execution that you think that you do works well, like a tip you would have for female entrepreneurs that have, like just having a hard time getting things done? I, you know, so we're all sitting at home. I honestly believe that you should dedicate some time, like some real time to just focusing on one thing at a time. Like we all have 50 million ideas. Oh, How can we get one to work? How can we just get one? Because you get, if, if you do it right, am I right, Jasmine? If you do it right, the other ones, some of the other ones can come true too. But you'll never know if all you do is bounce and bounce and bounce. No, you're right. So, I mean, with my band, um, I, I'm the writer and the, mm -hmm. I'm the lyricist. And anyway, so we, we've we written like, I pump out songs like babies. Uh, right. <laughs> um, that's the way I look at my band. But, pump uh, out songs. Is the songs are babies. And, mm -hmm. you know, the what? it's like, uh, you know, it's taking that one song and really focusing on one song as a project. And that's where we are, right? We're releasing an EP and a really, mm -hmm. really, really important song we're going to be releasing. Uh, it's kind of political, mm -hmm. but it's neutral because I'm like Sweden. But anyway, so, um, so but, that, but that project of one song, uh, it's been like two months solid and we work on it three times a week and we're still like, mm, it's got to be right. We got to know that our audience, that the audience is out there. We got to know that it has monetary value, right? We're trying to get across the right message in a succinct way. And that's business, right? And that's the pitch. It's, I love that you said the one thing. And I think a lot of times we, we fall short because we give up. Like you said, you said uh, that we could be close to something. We give up. Maybe we detour, right? And go on to something else. So I really like that you said that. I think that's very poignant. Um, mm -hmm. So what other advice do you have out there for entrepreneurs that are either startup or, you know, exist? Most of the audience, women I come across are like women that have had a business five to 10 years. They're usually stuck. And yep. most times I'm giving it up to all the women out there. It's not their fault. You know, a lot of times it's like, you know, resources or the economy or something, and then they have to shift. So, um, you know, what type, like business advice do you have for women out there as they're developing? Just maybe think about something that you've seen in working with one. I can tell you what I did that really changed the game for me. Mm -hmm. I changed my network. I really did. And I know that sounds like, that. oh, cliche. No, 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 no. Do you want to hang with people who are just doing are, are at your level or do you want to reach higher? Because when you have something to reach forward to and those women challenge you, that it, it's a totally different ball game. Oh, yeah. 
it's a totally different ball because when you're around people who are just at your level and you might be at a high level, right? Yeah. But there is nothing like having your butt kicked by a sister who want, a sister, woman, a friend, a, a a woman by your side who's like, hmm, you could do better. I don't want no excuses. Right. I don't want none of that. Like, do better. Oh, you need help with that? I have a, I have a, a good girlfriend named Laura D. Harvard. Mm-hmm. I tell you what she did to me one day. I said, I need to start on my own um, live event. When I tell you, she called me at one o'clock one day and she said, okay, so what do we need to do? I was like, uh, she said, you got 15 minutes to do this. What else we got to do? She gave me another 15 minutes she, and she stayed on the phone with me. She said, it's got to get done. She said, I can play with you all day long. She said, but I know how you get down. So you'll work on some other stuff, some busy work to get out of having to do that because you are afraid of actually being bigger than you think you are. Mm. You're in you know, that quote that always talks about, it's not our inadequacies, it's our light. We're bigger and better and bolder than we ever thought we are. And that is so scary to think I can transcend the ordinary into the extraordinary. It's possible even to me from a girl from the inner city of St. Louis, Missouri, through poverty, abuse, abandonment, torture. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm much bigger than I thought even at five years old. And at 41, I wake up, this whole week I've been waking up crying, just thankful to God for everything. No matter how bad or how good it was, thank you. Because it made me, now I, like that song by Christina, I go, thank you for making me a fighter. Thank you. Show her voice for Girl, you know, girl. I want her on the podcast if she's listening. Christine, Mm -hmm. you're welcome anytime. Girl, her voice is all that. No, she she was like, when I st- I didn't start singing, you know, it's only been six years, believe it or not, and I've like a freaking pit bull with singing. I've been training with the top people. I'm all over it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be the best. I just don't care. And she's yeah. one of my major inspiration. Her voice is so angelic, but she also has class, you know. And she has power. And power. She's just awesome in so many ways. I mean, I don't really hear people saying bad things about her. Because <laughs> what are they gonna say? You know what I mean. Even if she did, I'm like she a diva. Which respect? Like, <laughs> I, I don't care about those things. I, I, it, listen, I'm not here for women who are just polite. I'm women. I'm here for the. I'm no. here for the, the ones that kick butt. Women. I'm here for those chicks. Yeah, and that's the key. Like this whole concept of being, like we're talking about, and what you brought up is being unapologetic. Like you said, your values of being bold and going for what you want, um, but also in the same vein, supporting other women. Um, and, and I love what you said about, really, I, I agree with you that we're here for a purpose and that is to deliver on our talent, you know? And I think that, that I love that you said that because a lot of times in business, you lose sight of that because you're always chasing a dollar, which is honestly, I think miserable to keep chasing money, you know, just, I don't chase, <laughs> you know, there's no point in it. So I really like that you said that. Um, okay, before we go, we're going to try to go into Q&A here. We had some technical di- difficulties. So I might be, I've been like reading off of screens because we had all these difficulties today. But anyways. Okay. Um, but before we go into Q&A, um, you know, I want to share with the audience, you know, how you're involved with Warrior Women in Business. And then you talk about a little bit about what you offer. So uh, I'm really, you know, honored, first of all, that you're on the podcast, that you're a Warrior Woman and that you're, you're just so honest about supporting my cause, which is amazing, you know, and I think of it, we're all on the same level here, you know? Um, So Precious has offered all of my Warrior Women certified mentors, coaches, and speakers are women that have these qualities. They want to help other women 
in a real way and they're hard workers and it's like no BS and you can read about them on the internet or you can talk to them and they're the same damn person and they've done the work. So if you go on warriorwomenbusiness.com, you'll see them. Um, we're just starting to bring them on and you know, I'm looking to have only 10 uh, mentors and coaches on in the first iteration of warriorwomenbusiness.com. So, you know, Precious has been really gracious to be a part of it. And as, um, our, as we just start opening this up, you know, we're offering 30% off of any services, including myself, all mentors and coaches. Um, and it's really reserved for women that need this help. Like if you're going, you're going into a pitch, you're like, you need to get branded right now. You know, you need to get out there. Um, you know, that's who it's for, but we're also going to be doing, uh, more educational events. So if you're a startup, you know, we want you to stay in touch with us for sure. So Precious, can you just give a summary of, you know, your services, a little bit about your services? I sure can. I sure can, Queen Jasmine. So I am the killer pitch master. I offer a variety of services that deal with the art of communication. So I have pitching services, elevator, media, investor, and speaker pitches. I also uh, teach and train in the art of public speaking, becoming a, going from a public speaker to a professional speaker where you get paid for it. Um, and then I have digital products that are coming out very, very soon. Digital products. So um, that's all on my website. So pitching services, speaker services, and my digital products. I also have an event this Saturday called Precious Fix My Pitch. It's a free Saturday. Huh? Saturday, what time? Yes, from 2 to 4. Okay, 2 to Saturday. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm literally going to have people pitch at me and I'm going to break down their pitches live and show you how we built them back up. In addition, I'll be teaching some innovative training uh, techniques that I've never taught before, even in an overview, even with these other companies, because as, 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 as a real master, I don't rest on my laurels. I'm constantly investing in myself and make myself better and better. You have to. Clients better and better. So come to the Precious Fix My Pitch. Uh, Masterclass is free. It's from 2 to 4 this Saturday, July 18th from 2 to 4. Would love to have you. You can go to my website, www.perfectpitchesbyprecious.com. And on the scrolling bar, you will see Fix My Pitch. You can sign up there and let's get it popping on Saturday. You ain't seen nothing like this. You've never seen anything like this. Saturday, 2 to 4. Be there. Yes. Now, so I will be there for sure. Okay, thank you. So say your so website Warrior Women's again. Ride together. Of course. So say your website one more time. Can you say your URL for www.perfectpitchesbyprecious.com. Perfect pitches by precious, right? Perfect pitches perfect pitches by precious.com. Yeah. And you can look up Precious L Williams in Google because I have. Yes. <laughs> and she She's like, "Hold up, make sure this chick is real." No, 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 because there's a lot of Precious Williams out there. They are. What? I was so shocked. There are. Yeah, you're right. It's me too. I was like, how many Precious Williams are there? <laughs> so I'm looking just to see if we have any questions in Facebook. I apologize, but, uh, you know, we ran into some technical di difficulties with my assistant today. So I'm kind of running everything, but it's totally right. Um, let's just see if we have anything. Okay. I have one question that's come in that says, um, it's somebody that hasn't ever done a pitch before. They're brand new to pitching and <laughs> trying try to create their story 
and they don't know what direction to go in with their story. Can you talk about like that for a minute? I sure can. And it goes back to something I said earlier about making sure that the basics are taken care of before you get to the story. Before we get to the story, because some people just want to start the story. I'm like, no, no, no. Get your foundation together. When it starts off with your story, you want to start off with something very powerful from your story that illustrates the value of your business, right? So it could be, you know, you started, you started teaching dolls when you were like six years old, like you were the teacher in the classroom uh, <laughs> and you always knew that, you know what I mean? It could be something like that. Or what was the inspiration for creating your company, your business in the first place? Like, was it st stacking Legos as a child? Was it, stack was, was it building up robotics and stuff like that? Was it science, STEM? What was it? And, and being able to distill it down into one to two very important stories in your own life and, and taking it to the next level, right? So we all know about Bill Gates and um, Steve Jobs with the garage and tinkering and all that kind of stuff. Well, for a lot of us women, we didn't have garages. So maybe we may have started oh, in yeah. a kitchen. That is a true point. <laughs> right, and you see, we, we just count the women's stories and I'm like, listen, I started I started in poverty. I started by, I remember my mom used to make me sit in a room and I would read all her Harlequin romance novels. They did nothing for me. But the but word play meant a lot to me. Of course. How they put the words together. Very eloquent. Mm -hmm. Yes. And mm -hmm. so even though the, the even though the books did nothing for me, the structure of it was very important. I became a poet because of it. Oh yes, well. You know what I mean? So I, I do. I'm a poet. I understand. Yeah. So nothing is wasted in your life. I promise you nothing is wasted. Wow. And the things that you're afraid to let people know will be the very things that they feel that they can relate to you for. That is wonderful because that that's a lot of what we're talking about. And I always say, I always say business is psychology. I've been saying that forever since I fell in love with psychology. I read a whole encyclopedia basically on Sigmund Freud when I was little. I just love mm -hmm. psychology. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And right. I think that's what you're talking about. Like, you know, all this kind of fear. It's how do you get started? Get started. That should be a bumper. Yes. <laughs> right. You know? um, okay. Don't take the elevator. Take the stairs. Don't take the elevator. Take the stairs. When it comes to business, you can try and go as fast as you want to go. At the end of the day, take yeah. the stairs. Learn yeah. your craft. Don't look at someone else and, and, and rush your journey thinking, oh, they did it overnight. They did not. I promise you no. they did not. There were iterations, there were yeah. pivots, there were changes, there were all these things that you don't know about that don't come out in stories about them. So you're comparing their um their victory lap to your first step. Don't. It's not it's an unfair comparison. Yeah, and also I love it because comparison in itself is just a losing game, right? I think it's a losing game. Period. I just want to say it and highlight it because it just is. I, I don't want people out there, even women's organizations out there that, you know, also support women entrepreneurs. I'm not interested in, in competing. I'm, I'm interested in collaboration and yes, you know, partnering. I, yeah. I mean, where women in business as an entity might be new, but I know that I respect the women's organizations. Like you mentioned, um, international women's, uh, IW. International Association of Women, E-Women Network. Yeah, yeah no, they, I, I totally respect them. You know, it's, uh, that's how we have to look at it. And that's, you know, it's, and it's how can we tap into each other and help each other? I, I really like It's that. like this. There are many speakers in the world, just like me, me We're and all you. Speakers. Yeah. We just, we just, like, I don't compete for what you have. I have my own. 
and I'm on my own path. And so I don't care if I come across 50 million speakers. I don't ever get nervous. I, I went somewhere and they were like, oh, this person's speaking. Are you nervous? I was like, they got to be worried about me. I've heard them speak. They've never heard me. It's true as a speaker, as a speaker, I'm always like, nobody can touch me because I don't fit in their category and I'm me. Word, word. Who, who, you, I, who are you comparing me against? A social media speaker? I'm, I, I'm just Jasmine, you know? And I think that's how, what helps people get, move forward once they realize that, you know, they're, especially if they're a small business owner, right? It's generally them that's driving the sales through the pitch. Right. And I say that to anybody when it really comes to really owning and embracing who you are, it doesn't matter. Do you know how many social media influencers or how many big people I've heard speak because they were successful in business, but they have no speaking skills? Do you uh, know oh. how often I've heard that? <laughs> are you kidding me? And I'm like, I know why you're here. It's obvious why you're here. Now to regular everyday people, they'd be like, oh, that sounds good. I'm like, I know. They really don't. It's funny. Like it I, I just, I think it's funny. I'm like, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. All right. So a couple other questions. Um, what, what's the biggest, what are the biggest pitch mistakes to avoid? Oh, <clears throat> one, don't be boring. <laughs> don't be boring. I know you might think you got it going on. I'm like, you're boring. <laughs> Number two, don't start off with the name of your company and your name. Boring. Start off with a quote, a question, a startling statistic. You know, you know how I walk into the room, raise your hands if you want to be a bad bitch with a power pitch. Women are so stunned and shocked and they love it. Like, oh my goodness, she had the audacity. Yeah, I got audacity. That's what I love, audacity. I want you to challenge the status quo. If you're just saying what everybody else is saying, goodbye, we can't be work. we can't work together. So number one, don't be boring. I like it. Number two, don't do what everybody else is doing. And number three, for real, have audacity. Like, you want to stand out in a crowded marketplace. That's what you say. Then why are you trying to sound like a homegirl? There will never be another Deepak Chopra. There will never be another Oprah. There will never be another Sally Jesse Raphael. There will never be right. another it's Wendy Williams. About, it's all about the individuality and owning it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, hi, my name is X and I do this, right? And that's why I, I'm not... Uh, I, you know what's weird is like I've been a keynote speaker forever and I, the bigger audience, the better for me. The bigger challenge, the better for me. I get like so jazzed up, it's weird. But um, yeah, I like being in front of like football fields, but there are some times where when it's really intimate, people are, people see you differently. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, you can do the big stadiums and you know, we, you know, we've done that or the big arena, like our big thing, like done that. But there's a part of me that loves like, I don't care if it's 500 people or 300 people or 100 people. There's something about that, that intimacy where they're seeing a different side of you. They can touch you and touch you. Yeah. It's like, she's real. She's not even a fake thing. I see her on TV and it's like, no, 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 I'm real. I hurt just like you. Right. Well, you know, my question on that is, you know, so, so I do a lot of keynotes, but I also, and I also do trainings, corporate trainings and digital marketing. And then I go to these networking events, you know, standard networking groups. And they ask you to stand up and say your name and blah, blah, blah. So if you already have your pitch down as a speaker, how do you, I guess, adapt your presentation for small, intimate, standard programs? You know what I mean? Like, you, can, you, you know, if they're expecting you to say and they give you kind of, here's exactly what we want you to say, how can you infuse your personal brand who you are in 
in something that's structured if you come across like those opportunities. Okay, so those are not the opportunities I usually come across. I usually come across pressures. You are the master at this. Here's what, here are some things we think that you can go over, but I've never been told this is what I have to say. I, I, so for me, being a master like I am and you being the master that you are, you know, that's why it's important to invest in yourself and be around the right women, be around the right network because there we will go. start asking you questions to pull other things out. If all you're doing is rehashing the same thing you rehashed eight years ago, you're not a master. I, I'm sorry, you're not. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You should be able to flip it on a as a master, not as a novice, as a master. Yeah, your black belt. Yeah. Right, your black belt. Okay. Yeah. So, what's one tip you can give to seem con? This is a good question. To seem confident while pitching. Girl, I, for me, honestly, when when people help me pick out my clothes for an event, pick out my makeup for an event, like I I want a group. I want to, I want to have that group love, groupy love. Like I know it sounds crazy. Like I want my group. No, love. You want I want people to feel like they're a part of my process, and that gives me confidence because it's like, oh, they ready. Even though these people are not going to be in the audience at all. And another thing that I do is when I go, when I'm physically able to speak to people, I like to come in extremely early, talk to the audience members, yeah. not let them know I'm speaking. I love feeling that energy. So when I step on that stage, like <gasps> I'm like, yeah, yeah, what we do in these streets is what we do. No, I like that because, um, you know, you go, I mean, I know this, you know this, you go to these conferences and you prep early. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's always the tech prep because I never trust anybody. Oh, girl, the tech I don't prep trust is always wrong person, any HR person, no offense, but I just don't because there's generally a problem. So I always go and test technology, room size, lighting, like everything. But, you know, a lot of times you go in and you're the next person up, you know? And, um, and sometimes you're, I'm just gonna be honest, sometimes you might be nervous. I don't know. Right. I mean, you might be. And um, you're, you're absolutely right. I like what you said about talking to some, maybe some of the other speakers or audience members. It's like, hey, how's the conference going? And then you, you kind of lessen that jittery feeling of I'm yep. that's, that's awesome advice. I actually really like it. Okay. Um, can you pitch something twice? is a, if a pitch has not been successful the first time. Yeah, you just get, you just have to figure out what was wrong the, with the first one. Yeah, you pitch twice. Like my, my first pitches didn't start, like my first pitch was really developed on the fly because I didn't know what pitching was. <laughs> my second one was developed over time. So it was, it was the extension of the first one. So it got better and better over time, yes. Of course, they always get better over time. Okay, I think we're good on questions. It's 3.15, so we've run over a little bit. So, uh, you know, I want to really thank you, Precious. This, this has been, for me, I owe, every podcast is great, but this one has been the most real one. It's been the one where we can really talk to each other. And, um, you know, there are a lot of nuggets out of this that I think have help, will help people, you know? Oh, definitely. Just to kind of recap for the audience, um, you know, some of the advice that you gave, which I thought was stellar, is, uh, you know, be, being bold. Being bold, being unapologetic, um, you know, focusing on one thing. I really love that. I have a book. Um, Jack Canfield was one of the authors. I love him. And um, it's called Focus. I think it was written. He's in a my great book. mentor in real life. Oh, he. Oh, really? I'd love to meet him. Anyway. Yeah, we were, in, we were in Leap together. Oh, really? Okay, so everybody should watch Leap. I, I mean, he's amazing. Like, I've read his book. Really? Like, he really is. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's amazing. Very inspiring. So that book anyway is like torn to pieces in the highlights because I've read, I just, it's like every time I feel all out of whack, I'll go back to that book. And the right. message is simple, focus. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I love that you said focus on one thing. Um, owning your pitch, being confident, you know. Um, I like, I really like the the fact that you talked about which everybody should learn from, from which is telling your own personal story and uh, and really taking a look at why you started the business in the first place and let go of like the standard structure of my name is and this is my company. Um, and don't be boring. I mean, boring stinks. I'm not interested in boring. And uh, so I think those are some of the things you can think about. And again, um, Precious is a warrior women in business mentor, coach and speaker. So uh, she on set this Saturday from two to 4 p.m. she's holding a free masterclass. You can go to her website um, to find out more about that or get involved with that class. And then through Warrior Women in Business, she's offering for women that are really serious, that are like, maybe you are planning your investor pitch or maybe you're going into a sales pitch or maybe you just join like the National Speakers Association or something you know, like I'm a speaker, we're all speakers and you need help with your pitch because at the end of the day, there's just so many people out there and your, your, your ways to stand. That's why I wanted Precious on. I mean, I do personal branding, but I don't do what Precious does. And we completely complement each other. Um, there's one part about identifying your brand, building your brand in social media, but you know, the pitch is like, all right, you're on the hot seat. You got to say something in 30 seconds. And you got to make a difference and you got to drive impact, you know, and that's what it is. People could forget you, you know, and you never want that. So no, nope. that's what Precious brings to the table. And she's offering 30% off of all of her services to Warrior Women Business members. We are warriorwomenbusiness.com. I am Jasmine Sandler. I am the host, producer, and owner of Warrior Women in Business. I look forward to hearing all back from all of you on how you like this. We're going to send out a request form. Um, and if you want more information, please reach out to info at warriorwomenbusiness.com. And I hope to see you all on Saturday with Precious and I, and thank you so much signing off from Warrior Women in Business.